You're listening to the Boom Sports Podcast with Guns and Gable from high school athletics, NFL, SEC, NHL, and all things in between. Here comes the Boom. Welcome into the inaugural edition of the Boom Sports Radio Podcast with Guns and Gable. Lawrence Gunnels alongside myself, Matt Gable, and we are uh, we're very excited to get this thing off the ground. Of course, this is our first episode, so we are going to give all of our listeners out there just a brief preview of what we envision Boom Sports bringing to the Northwest Middle Tennessee area and you know where this entire idea started from. And then, of course, later in the show, Lawrence was able to catch up earlier today with Rossview head baseball coach Parker Holman whose squad was phenomenal this year and had a great run all the way to the state tournament. Lawrence, are you excited to uh, get this thing off the ground finally? We've talked about it for so long. Man, it just uh, it just feels like all we've done is talk. <laughs> months and months and months. This was kind but, of you know, that's, uh, that's a part of that's a part of it. You gotta you gotta have a vision. You gotta plan. You gotta kind of talk through the details. And so we're we're getting closer to getting this thing fully launched. And um, you know we'll talk through some of the uh, things that we have planned down the road. Yeah, you know you approached me probably six months ago with this idea. Of course, I had the uh, the pleasure of working for you uh, covering. High school athletics in Cheatham County this past football season and basketball season. You approached me with this idea of boom sports um, because this is really a market that I feel like is underserved, and we have we have a lot that we can do here um, to give some of these kids coverage and just more exposure. So I do want to ask you, and again for all of our listeners out there, where did this idea come from? Like, where did this brainchild start? Well, first of all, uh, a little bit about my background. Um, for those who don't know, um, for the last 13 years, I've been the sports editor of uh, a newspaper, a couple of newspapers actually, in Cheatham County. And um, so my background really is, uh, is newspapers and uh, on the writing side. But... Um, I have for years um, had had relationships and developed relationships with coaches in Cheatham County who ended up in Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. And through continuing to talk to them, um, I I just was constantly reminded by them that um, with all the schools in Montgomery County, the amount of coverage they get is minuscule compared to comparable counties. Right. Uh, and, you know, those would be places like Sumner, Williamson, Rutherford counties, where they have a bunch of big schools uh, getting lots of press, uh, you know, both newspaper and radio, and uh, for that matter, a lot more TV coverage. So, as I um, as I was uh, um, approaching an opportunity to actually move to Montgomery County, uh, because I I have another business here in insurance um, that made it make a lot more sense for us to live here. We go to church here. We have done all of our shopping here. We lived in North Cheatham County, 
really on the Montgomery County side of Pleasant View. And uh, so we were already spending a lot of time up here. But, but anyway, so as I was looking at the possibility of moving up here, I started thinking of, uh, you know, how could we serve this sports market uh, in a way that um, is maybe a little different? Uh, I certainly was not interested in starting a newspaper. Uh, I've had enough experience right. with newspapers to know, well, number one, uh, newspapers uh, have a lot of intrinsic cost, uh, particularly printing and postage. Um, so I didn't want to get into that again. I'd, I'd been there, done that. Um, but the other part is that uh, print in general is kind of going away. Sure. We all know now that... The industry that has changed a lot. We don't consume media the same way that we used to at all. A- absolutely. So we're, we're, you know, we're going to the web. We're going to social media uh, to get our information. So uh, the number one thing that we are going to do, as we have talked about, is we're going we're gonna to really use social media to connect with the fans. And um, you've already seen some of that with, I call it kind of the, the test runs. Um, I was at the state tournament with Rossview. I was in the dugout most of the time. We did post-game interviews on video. Um, so, so we're going to connect with social media. We're going to use video as our primary connection. Yep. Um, we're we're going to write some. Obviously, we're going to post some things. We're going to we're going to post uh, a lot of photography. We'll have several photographers who will be working with us. But the uh, kind of the 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 bell cow of of Boom uh, Sports Media is going to be video. Um, in addition to video, we are going to do a little bit of print, but the but the print is going to be more what I call high high quality print. We're gonna we're gonna do a quarterly magazine. Uh, we're planning to start that in August uh, if all goes well, and um, so that magazine, which will be called Boom Magazine, um, will be a preview to. The upcoming season, and um, when we do our, our second quarter, we'll review the fall and we'll preview the winter, right. and so on and so forth. So we'll have we'll have four issues a year. It's funny, and you kind of you brought up something there that, that I wanted to touch on as well. Um, is really how this vision has already changed from what we originally thought about. And you talk about how we're consuming this media, be it, you know, every day I think that most people now are the same as they pick up their phone and they're either checking Facebook or Twitter. Um, They're not always picking up that newspaper anymore. So that being said, I know our original vision for Boom Sports was, hey, let's have this website. We're going to have somebody at every game. We're going to post all these articles. But we've already seen the evolution of video and how that's changed what we do. Um, Recently, you know, this past weekend, of course, Alex Poitras was back here in Montgomery County. Uh, hosting a ba- basketball camp for the youth. Um, how do you see, as far as us utilizing the video moving forward, how do we see that kind of impacting these schools that we're able to give coverage to and these young student athletes? Well, you know, our our objective is to promote coaches and players. Um, you know... That's kind of our mission statement in a nutshell. Right. So parents... Um, Parents will, will get the benefit of 
consuming this just like the rest of us. But, um, you know, we're, we're less concerned about administrators. We're, frankly, less concerned about parents. Uh, but we, we are interested in promoting the kids, number one. Uh, we support coaches. Uh, coaches have a hard job, and um, they, have, um, they have welcomed us with open arms uh, because they do know the void that exists in Montgomery County for uh, deeper and, and farther uh, coverage of sports. So, yes, we, we have our approach has changed. We're still going to have a very strong, comprehensive website, but the, but the videos that we post primarily on Facebook and Twitter uh, and Instagram uh, are, are going to drive uh, people to the website where we'll go into deeper coverage um, with some of our writing. Uh, there'll be a, a ton of pictures on the website uh, there'll be there'll be a ton of pictures of individual players. Um, when you see what we're actually planning in terms of how far we're going with covering each and every school and each and every sport right. in every school, then you'll understand it um, a whole lot better. But if your kid, um, if if you are a player, or if if your child is a player. Um, on on basically any sport at any high school in Montgomery, Cheatham, or Stewart County, because we've added Stewart County High School, um, then they're gonna they're gonna be on our website. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It'll it'll make the it'll make the uh, seasons a lot more interesting, I think. And uh, hopefully, you'll enjoy it. We're you know anxious to get people's feedback we've been very pleased with the feedback we've gotten on the videos we posted so far um but you know i'm anxious to get people like you matt gable out uh, doing some of these interviews and we'll have several other people we'll be hopefully able to announce in the near future some of the other hires that we have made um we're tapping into uh, austin p state for example uh to bring in some people. And um, so I, I, I think everybody will be pleased. And, and, I think so and too. hopefully I answered that. No, fairly. you did. Okay. Yeah, that was exactly what I was looking for. And some uh, some shameless self-promotion there. As you mentioned, our social social media, we can be followed everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at BoomSportsTN. Um, now you talked about kind of our growing staff and our growing team here. Montgomery County kind of being our home base here is really, you know, they've, welcomed us with open arms. Everybody that we talked to about this idea is really excited about it. Um, and, of course, we welcome that feedback from coaches, players, fans, family alike. Um, talk to us a little bit about that, about our relationship here within the county and how we see that kind of impacting our coverage moving forward. Well, we're, um, we're spending a lot of time, you know, contacting coaches. Uh, if you're a coach and you haven't been contacted by us, then – Feel free to reach out to us because it's really at this point it's because uh, our staff is very small because until we get the website launched, then we really don't have a way of generating revenue. Right. Uh, and we'll hit the ground running uh, sometime in July with the website and selling advertising on the website. But, um, but basically, this summer in particular, we'll be reaching out to 
to coaches that we haven't met. I've met a lot of coaches who started out in um, in Cheatham County, for example. Uh, I already have a relationship with John Stegall, uh, basketball coach at Northeast. Um, Parker Holman, who is the he's been great to head, work with the past couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. The the head coach at uh, at Rossview was an assistant at Sycamore uh, several years ago when um, when when I was covering Sycamore. So you know, and and that's just a couple of of a bunch of people that I already know. Um, but we are we're just really interested in. And learning about some of the stories that need to be told. Frankly, um, you know there are uh, there are players being recruited. There are uh, kids who are overcoming uh, obstacles to uh, become successful. Uh, we're interested in all of those kind of stories, and and we we want to know how we can help in making kids better, uh, not just better athletes, but better people. And um, so I'm, I'm telling coaches as I talk to them, you know, use us as a, a part of your team. Sure, yeah. And you talk, you know, we talk so much um, already, and of course we're going to dive into this interview later that you had with uh, Coach Holman. Uh, but it's obvious we're going to be covering all these high school athletics. Uh, and of course Austin P is right here in our backyard, and we're tapping into that resource as well. What's some of the other coverage that folks can expect from us, be it middle school or, uh, you know, other other leagues around? What else can be expected from us? Uh, maybe not, you know, right at launch, but in the future, what else can we expect to kind of dip our toe into? Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the thing that will surprise a lot of people is um, we're going to really try to be as comprehensive as possible with middle school sports, um, you know, why is that? Well, because um, there's a lot of middle school athletes out there that uh, that deserve to, to be recognized. Um, the, the key for us will be that we need those middle school coaches to be proactive in getting us information, uh, helping us, um, you know, do the kind of coverage that can be very comprehensive. Uh, we're also interested in community sports, and uh, we'll see some of that over the next few weeks as we're getting uh, on the way to football season, uh, which will be really kind of our big launching point is is this year's uh, this fall's football season, um, because there's there's a ton of summer activity uh, AAU basketball. We want to we want to spend more time covering AAU basketball. Um, there's some huge uh, youth baseball tournaments that are coming up before the end of the year mm-hmm. that we want to be a part of a big a big regional little little league tournament here. Um, you know we're looking at travel baseball. We're looking at some travel soccer. Um, you know there what what we're finding out uh, the world is evolving. Um, as much as I really want to encourage kids to play sports for their school, a lot of kids are really playing community sports. So with the growth of travel and seven-on-seven leagues and everything else it's in AAU, I mean, that's, that's where a lot of it is happening now. And it's, it's interesting to see, to see the growth there. Yeah. Um, so we, we want to be a part of all that. Um, 
we may not we may not have as big of a presence at some of those things, but we want to know about the big tournaments that are coming up. Sure. Uh, and and you know we're going to do we're going to do some of our own research, but uh, don't be afraid to let us know that something's coming up so that we can be a part of it. Yeah, and again, you can let us know all across social media at Boom Sports TN, and uh, that's going to be the same tag there on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, kind of just talking about this introduction of why we're here, what we want to do, how we want to help, and uh, kind of grow our presence in the community. Before we get into this interview with Coach Holman, if there's anything else you'd like to add uh, onto what we're looking to accomplish here, Lawrence, you are more than welcome to. Well, one of the things that people ask me is where did the where did the the name Boom Sports come from? Yeah, that is a good question. Where did where did that moniker originate from? There. Well, first of all, um, it is our it is our mission to make an impact, and there's nothing more impactful than the sound boom. Absolutely. Um, now. Um, it does. It doesn't matter what sport you're you're watching, and, and I challenge you, watch any sports coverage tonight, and somebody in the process of describing the action will use the word boom every time. I can um, hear Chris Berman right now. Exactly. Covering football. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think about, for example, kind of going back to Rossview. In the um, you know Rossview fell behind. Uh, in the top of the first against Brentwood in the state championship game. And then in the bottom of the first inning, um, they were able to get a runner on. uh, And with one out and a runner on, Elijah Pleasance came up to the plate. And if you haven't seen my interview with Coach Holman, where we show the highlight where where Elijah hits – the high fastball way up above the Lee victory wall of champions and <laughs> in, in left field. If you haven't seen that, you need to watch it uh, because if there's anything that defines a boom, that was it better than that. I want to know what it is. Um, and you know, and, and that can be, that can be just about any part of, uh, you know, football, a, a big hit. Uh, you know, we're going to cover some boxing, uh, there's a there's a boxer in Cheatham County named Caleb Plant who is uh, uh, who is uh, a middleweight contender probably going to get a championship bout here before too long. If you want to if you want to see Boom defined, then watch him absolutely um, hit hit one of these guys. Um, you know, tennis, soccer, it doesn't matter. There, all of them, all of them have Boom somewhere in there. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> And I wanted, also wanted something that was easy to remember, and um, and and now Boom Sports Media has become Boom. You know, yeah. whenever I see somebody in town, they'll come up to me and they say, "Hey, man, Boom is going really well." They don't say Boom Sports Media; boom. they say yeah. Boom <laughs> is going well. And that and that was kind of that was really kind of my objective. I wanted I wanted something that was easy to remember. Uh, that we can basically own a, a piece of somebody's mind in terms of marketing. Yeah, that's a, that's a short introduction to us, but that's that's what we're very excited to do um, is to bring the boom here to Northwest Middle Tennessee. Uh, again, this has been the first installment of our Boom Sports Radio podcast with Guns and Gable. That's Lawrence Gunnels, and I am Matt Gable. Stay tuned. 
Don't turn us off just yet because coming up next, we've got a phenomenal interview coming up with state champion head baseball coach from Rossview, Coach Parker Holman. You're listening to The Boom Show with Guns and Gable. This is Lawrence Gunnels, otherwise known as Guns. And um, we're going to take an opportunity to kind of go back through uh, some recent success with Rossview Baseball. Uh, I've got with me today head coach Parker Holman, uh, coach of the state champion Rossview Hawks. Every time I say that, I, I think, wonder wonder when that'll get old for you to hear that, Coach Holman. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it'll ever get old. It's definitely a, a big piece of, of my life and the coaching staff and the kids that have the opportunity to do it. So it's, it's something that no one can, can ever take from the coach staff or the kids, our community and the school itself. So it's just it's just a special memory that, that will always be there. Yeah. And so tell me, um, I've known you for a while, but but I don't know. How old are you? I'm 29. 29. 29 years old, won a state championship. There's coaches out there listening to this right now going, that dog. <laughs> uh, and, and, I, and I said this to you earlier, I'm, I'm 58 years old, uh, and I know people that know me are going, what? Didn't know he was that old. Um, but I'm 58 years old, and the and and the point of all that is that at 58, I have never experienced as a journalist or as a player, and I did coach a little bit, but as a coach, I've never experienced a state championship. And I was talking about this earlier. Um, I seriously doubt your players understand how rare it is to actually get to experience this. Have have you had a chance to talk to them about that? And you know, even post game, I wasn't, I wasn't privy to some of your post game conversations with them. But um, you know, what what do you think they're thinking about all this at this point? Uh, you know, I think they're still they're still trying to do the same thing that we are we as coaches are doing. And it's just you know soaking soaking everything in that just happened. You know, we we went in and I told the kids, I said. You know, we, we constantly reminded them to just try their best to live in the moment. Uh, don't worry about what happens if we lose this game. Don't worry about ha- what happens if we win this game. Just, you know, cherish the, the extra time that you get to play the great game of baseball and the extra time that you get to have, you know, these teammates that ultimately, no matter what, at the end of this tournament, you're, you're, you're going to lose. So I, I think they did a good job of that. I feel, still think it's a little surreal for them just as it is for us as coaches, but um, it's just something that I couldn't be more happy for a group of kids that they got the experience. Well, um, as I as I was saying a while ago, thank you for letting me experience it because I, I don't know if I uh, I don't know if I ever would have had quite the experience. I mean, being in the dugout most of that time and you know getting to see the kids how they respond to adversity and you know how the coaches responded and uh, all the joy. Uh, you know, I I still. That championship game, I look back at uh, Elijah Pleasant hitting that two-run homer in the bottom of the first, and and Gino, and I think I think they both were just as surprised as everybody else. Um, but you know, just the elation that they were able to uh, release uh, 
because it is you know it's clearly a high pressure situation to to be to be in a game like that where basically it's all on the line and you don't know if you're ever going to get that chance again um so let's let's go back um because i'm i'm curious and and i'm sure some of our listeners are curious um going back to the early spring when you're just getting ready to start the season um what were your goals what were the team's goals and was one of them to win a state championship was that even discussed uh you know that's funny that you asked that um every year at the beginning of every every baseball season in the early days of of february and and even january if if we're having open facilities for pitchers and catchers um, we always have a team meeting and um, we'll sit down as a team as a coaching staff together we'll normally make it an event we'll have like a little team night have some pizza and do those type of things but we always end the night with the the players kind of leading the discussion where we set we set four goals um, sometimes sometimes it's been more um, usually it's around four and this this conversation is is led by the players and we, we've done this ever since I've been a part of Rossview baseball as a head coach and even an assistant um, we let the kids set the goals for the season we believe it's important for them to do that just because they take ownership of them and the one thing that I that I always try and reiterate to the kids is you know, be careful for the goals that you set because we're going to post them in the clubhouse or normally we had a clubhouse set for this year. And um, no matter what day it ends on, you have to face those goals as you walk out because they're on the door as they walk out every day. And the unique thing about this year in the goal setting is, you know, the, the number one goal we always have is to be a better teammate and be a better baseball player. And, and that's the one thing that the kids always put number one. Um, and then we had various different goals throughout whether it be district play, district tournament, um, regional championships, etc., um, and this was the first year that that we had a group of kids stand up, you know, in a in a, in a player led discussion and say, "Coach, one of our goals is to make the state tournament, and if we get there, we're gonna make a run at it." And you know, I can remember looking around at, at Coach Gunner and the rest of the coaching staff in kind of a little bit of shock, and you know, I just reiterated to the kids, I said, you know, just be careful what you put on there because, you know, when you walk out the door for the final day, it's something that is going to stare you in the face. And, you know, the seniors kind of looked at each other along with some underclassmen and they said, Coach, let's put it on there. So it was the first time that, you know, we've we've actually put that on there as a goal of saying, hey, you know, our goal, our main goal this year is to make the state tournament. And, you know, credit to the kids, this was probably, we had this meeting a month before the tornado took our facility and took mm-hmm. our locker room and hit facility and all those things. So, you know, I couldn't be more proud of a group of kids to honestly just, not just stand by their commitment, but just the beliefs they had and the confidence they had, not just themselves, but each other. Yeah. Well, every season um, has its own set of adversity and, um, so you touched on one, you know, having a tornado come and basically destroy your clubhouse. Um, you know, what other what other things happened during the year that you can kind of point to and say, well, you know, that could have been something that derailed us. Uh, you know, honestly, where the list begins is the question for us. Right. Um, it's it's been the the year of adversity, honestly, and, you know, I wish there were some kids that could, could be here to, to 
to attest to that and or, or some of my other coaches on the staff. But, you know, baseball players are such creatures of habit. Um, we, we love our routine, mm-hmm. um, and these kids are no different. Uh, they're superstitious, and, and the list goes on and on. And, you know, honestly, to, to have a, a place to call home that you can go hit at any time, taken away from you from the storm, and then the biggest thing is, you know, their their clubhouse and their locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are things that, that a lot of programs may not have, but it's something that our kids cherish. I mean, honestly, they, they just love to be in there. Whether right. it's 30 minutes to an hour after practice, the place that they like to hang out and, and bond with each other, and that was taken from us early on. And You know, I can remember meeting with this team and saying, hey, guys, there's a, there's a possibility that we don't play any home games this year. And, you know, we were fortunate enough that, that the county did a good job working with us and a tremendous effort from our community to make sure we could. But, you know, after that, that, that adversity, just anything throughout the season, you know, we had um, our, our three went down with an arm injury, uh, multiple issues with rain, um, injuries along the way, you know, hiccups here and there. You know, it almost got to the point that it, it couldn't have been – a ribbon tied on the end of the season anymore. I think the kids kind of felt relieved when we had a rain delay in the state championship because they felt at home. You know, right, the kids right. walking in the dugout talking about this is a sign. This is what we needed. This is our game. So, you know, it was unique to just see how um, adversity came really close to 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 breaking this team, but they didn't allow it to to do it. And just them being able to pull together and using that adversity not as a crutch, but as you know, something to pull them together. Right. I was um, I was kind of going back through your season a little bit, looking at I I I tend to I tend to look at trends and streaks and that kind of thing, and I just picked up on uh, on April fifth. You started a streak of sorts. Um, you went eighteen and three through April from April fifth to May fourth. Um. Was would you would you identify that as a turning point in the season, or was was there something else that that kind of sticks out for you? Uh, you know, I think it, I think it was a turning point, but it may not have been on the most positive of notes. Uh, you know, I think I think the kids early in March, and it's something we talked about. I think that we we had a team that was dealing from the the want to stage. Mm-hmm. You know, and after getting swept by Northwest and, and losing to a good Henry County team as well, having three losses in the district, and you still have to play your crosstown rival and, and do those things, uh, I think it kind of dawned on them that we've got to start dealing from the have to. Yeah. You know, all these things that we've talked about and all the, the clippings that they may have read and done those things, you know, they're just words and numbers on paper unless unless we start pulling together and doing doing the little things and the right things to help us get us going in the right direction. So, you know, and I think we started to do that at the beginning of the April, at the beginning of April and then, you know, there were some lumps along the way in April as well, but you could finally start to see the ball begin to roll in the right in the right direction as far as the team and as far as, you know, the the style of baseball we wanted to play. Mhm. So you uh, you went deep in the district tournament, um, ended up losing to your your buddies in purple down the street here. Um, so what was the team's mindset after that loss? Um, because that you still go to region because you're the second seed. 
Um, did they, were they down? Were they still believing they could, you know, make it to the state playoffs? What was their mindset? Oh, you know, that was, that was a, a very hectic week in the, in the way that, that our district tournament was set up this year. And, you know, the fact that we, we got put into, or we played ourselves into the side with, with Northwest hosting, I mean, it's the first time they've hosted the district tournament in a while. It was a very hostile place to play. They had good crowds. They had good support. And, you know, losing our first game to Northwest um, in the, the championship side of the bracket and then realizing we have to win three games without losing to, to even make it out of our side, you know, that was that was a gruel. I think we ended up playing – five games in three days and three of them were against Northwest Mm -hmm. and you know they were a great baseball club this year and and they were gritty and you know they they play a style of baseball that's that's hard to replicate and you you just don't see it a lot and you know they got they got kids with some high character and play hard as well so just our the ability for our kids to put um, two games together against Northwest in the same day um, that was incredible to watch we we were we were fortunate. We were thankful that the season was continuing. You know, I knew, and we knew as a coaching staff going into the Wednesday night championship game against Clarksville High, uh, they had a little bit more pitching depth than we did. But the pitching performance we got from really our, our closer all year, kind of our sidearm special guy Noah Lewis, he gave us a tremendous effort. Um, you know, Clarksville High is a great ball club. We're not taking anything away from them. They're they're very well coached. I thought we, I thought we were tired, but as far as the mindset after that, you know, I I shared with the kids and, and they agreed. Hey, you know, we get to play on Monday, mm-hmm. and that that's the goal in in high school baseball. If you're playing on Monday, you have a chance to extend your season, mm-hmm. and that's what everybody in the state's doing. You know, and, and district the district championships important to us. That's something that we always talk about. Something that we we put emphasis on. But at, at that point, playing, you know five games in three days and doing those things, I think our guys were just thankful that it was a sigh of relief that, hey, we, we, we get to play postseason baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're going to Mount Juliet. We know they're, they're number one in the state, but, hey, we get to play one more day with each other no matter what. So I think that was a, a good moment, and, and our guys felt good about it. You know, we yeah. never take moral victories away from losses, but I think our mindset turned over pretty quickly to the task at hand. Yeah, I, I – uh... I asked a question a while ago about adversity, and you know. So as I look back at it, so you lost the district championship, um, you lost the region championship, and so you you make it to the sectional uh, to play Ravenwood, and I think you had some rain or something delay that, which uh, you know, based on what you just said, the boys probably applauded that. Um, but you but you made it past Ravenwood, beat them seven to three, mm-hmm. and um, so so now you're you're in the state, um, but you're playing Siegel at Siegel. I mean, uh, I think that night I actually said to you, I mean, how much uh, how how many cards can you have stacked against you to have to play at? the uh, home stadium of the team that you're playing in your very first first round state playoff game but but your guys responded um after after you won that first game what 
what were you guys thinking? You know, as I shared and we spoke earlier, we just tried to keep emphasizing to the guys, to the, to the kids, and the kids were, you know, they kind of were telling each other. We, were, we weren't worried about wins and losses. You know, I, I told the guys, I said, our goal is let's go down here, let's play Rossview baseball, let's try to show that we belong. And let's not worry about wins and losses. Let's worry about going out here and being thankful that we get to play baseball with each other one more day. And, you know, going in to the, those two weeks, you talk about the, the regional run and then the sectional game against Ravenwood and even the state tournament. That was really kind of the, the trend, I guess, if you want to use that word, the, the mindset the kids took on. You know, it was just, you know, they loved each other. They, they cherish the opportunities just to, to even warm up, get to play catch with each other one more time, just to keep playing baseball and just trying their best to represent this, this great program and to, to really just savor every moment of playing with each other, extending the season not for wins and losses, but because they just weren't ready to quit playing with each other. Yeah. I want to go to a moment in what ended up being the bracket championship with uh, Collierville, um, you guys were down five to one. Um, I could see a little bit of chink in the armor <laughs> in the dugout. Some guys were getting a little snippy with each other. Um, what? Um, what do you? First of all, what? What if anything did you coaches say? I, I know the kids were kind of talking to one another about being in that position. It. it because it wasn't, it really wasn't the end of the world. Because even if you lost that game, you still would have another game to play them. But obviously, everybody wanted to just get it over with. But down five to one, um, bottom of the sixth against Collierville. What what was said before that half inning when you scored seven runs to go up eight to five? Um, you know, there wasn't any special potion or secret message that was said you know early in the game we had a very spirited team um, we had some very strong-willed seniors at times and it, it wasn't it wasn't always easy but you know the thing the thing that this team did such a good job of is that they loved to compete and it was it was special to watch they they loved to compete and they hated to fail and and that's that's as a team and that's even as individuals you know but they did. They trusted each other, but you know some emotions got high and were shown in the dugout. Which, you know, in my ex- small experience as a head coach and even as a player, um, some of your best teams when they're when they're close like brothers, they fight like brothers. And you know that's that's just an example of it. But it's just I think it was an example of just the passion and the competitiveness that these kids had. But you know, honestly, in that in that meeting, I just told the kids, I said. I pulled them in right before we we started hit in the bottom of the of the sixth and in the fifth. I, I reminded them those two in in between innings. I just said, "Hey, you know, you, you you've come too far. Don't lose sight of the goal of be thankful we get to play baseball with each other one more day. Keep doing the right things, and you'll be okay." And you know, we we caught some breaks there in the sixth inning. Um, that was a game in which we needed a break. Um, we needed a little bit of help to get going offensively. I thought their guy threw really well. And, and we, we caught some breaks in the sixth, and we were able to, to capitalize on them. And, but it, it, was, it was fun to watch just because there were was, there was so many pieces of the puzzle that had to, that had to play a part in, in that victory. 
I mean, you're looking at a game where um, a sophomore lefty in Jackson Isaac gets his first ever varsity experience and goes an ending and doesn't give up a run to hold him to five. And Cameron Greathouse comes in of a freshman righty and goes, you know, a third of an inning and gets out a guy that had hit a home run previously, you know, two innings before in the game. You know, it's just unique to watch that how how so many so many kids played a role and mm-hmm. just giving us the opportunity to make what happened against Collierville in the second game possible. So you you beat Collierville. You actually had to kind of hold them off in the bottom of the seventh, uh, which was a, a, another one of those um, elation moments because it, there was so much – I could just see so much relief when that uh, third out uh, happened. So um, you beat them 8-7, to seven, so you, you're, you're playing the next day at uh, MTSU. Um, and, and as I told you about some of my previous um, – witnessing of teams playing in those moments the lights were bright not literally because the lights weren't on at that point but but it, it's it's a it's a big place so you know what did you say to the kids before um you know basically taking the field for that and and then there was that rain delay which was i think it was 45 minutes mm-hmm. or something like that um you know what what were the conversations like uh in the beginning of that game you know, there was a multitude of different conversations going in. Um, I wish I had a great Hoosier speech to, to share with you and, and take credit for, but I, I really don't, you know. The the kids did a lot of the talking, um, you know, just our leadership, Gino, Abe Rose, and Christian Scott, and Elijah Pleasance, and, you know, Austin Jackson and other seniors. You know, they just shared, they, they shared their thoughts, and, you know, they they honestly just talked about the, the journey to get here and just how fun it had been. And I think just by doing that, they relaxed themselves. And, you know, we just wanted to focus on playing playing Rossview baseball. And that's mm-hmm. what I told the kids. It, you know, it's a big part. Um, now, granted, we've had a lot of kids that have went and traveled and played at different universities throughout the summer. And, you know, we even went down and played at in Hoover. And we played at the Hoover Met where the SEC championship is. So, they had some experience throughout the season. Now, none of them with the crowd that was there. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought they did a tremendous job of just, just living in the moment. You know, not worrying about what happens if we win, not worrying about what happens if we lose, but just being present in the moment and, and enjoying it, not for just themselves, but for, the, for their teammates and, and the people that they put in so much time with. That was really the most unique thing to see from our standpoint as coaches is just, watching these kids really do a good job of living in the moment and cherishing the moment and just cherishing the relationships they have with each other. And what what tremendous life advice. I mean, that, again, I'm, I'm older, uh, so I can tell you that um, if, I could, if I could get everybody, regardless of their age, to approach every day with that attitude, you know, we're going to, we're going to live this out to the fullest and and then we'll pick up the pieces if it doesn't go right and have fun if it did whatever um i mean i i can't imagine um something that these kids will uh, experience better than that to fall back on in life as they approach every opportunity um and speaking of falling back on life the uh, 
you got nine seniors. Uh, man, <laughs> I mean, granted, you cashed in with with nine seniors, uh, but but what's it going to be like coming back from losing that much uh, this year? Um, you know, every every season has its obstacles. You know, the, the, the season that we just um, had and, and went through had its obstacles, and, and every year presents you with its different challenges. Uh, the way the way that I've uh, shared it with the guys that the guys that are coming in and the guys that are coming back is you know it's just another opportunity. It's just another it's it's another piece of adversity because that's the. That's the coat rack that everyone's going to want to hang their coat on for us. They're going to want to throw us the bone that we're young and that we lost all of this. And I just I tell the guys I don't want them to buy into that. You know, we're going we're going to look at it as a challenge, of course, but we're going to look at it as an opportunity, um, and we're going to look at it just as another piece of adversity. It's it's something that's going to be thrown at us whether we're ready or not. So we might as well try our best to get ready and go from there. Yeah. Well, I I know um, first of all. Uh, thanks for taking the time to do this. Um, I, you know, n- not everybody is a sports nut quite like I am, and they don't think about a lot of these questions that I've asked you, but I'm hoping there's enough people out there that are wondering the same things I've been wondering, which is, you know, the questions that we kind of went through. Um, so I appreciate you being open and candid about it and um, just giving us a chance to kind of I relive some of this with you and um, we wish you the best of luck and um, and certainly we'll be right there in the middle of it next uh, next spring when you guys tee it up again absolutely thank you guys for having having me on and, and you know sharing some time with our program and the accomplishments that our kids were able able to go through and do and you know we, we couldn't be more happy to to share a little bit of our our journey with you guys and Thank you for making the journey with us. It meant a lot. Well, it uh, it was a, an honor and a privilege. Uh, so you've been listening to The Boom Show, and um, this is, again, our uh, first attempt at a podcast. We're going to do this kind of thing over the next several weeks in preparation for something even bigger, which is uh, this fall, probably mid-September, Uh, We'll be introducing the Boom Show as a radio broadcast, and we'll give you more details on that as we get closer. But um, thanks for listening, and uh, keep watching for posts on our Facebook page, and watch for our website to be launched in mid-July.